Welcome to the new normal with Lucas Rosenfield. The Minister of Public Enterprises, Pravin Gordhan, recently turned down an additional 10 million rand in the form of a bailout for South African Airways or SAA. So I think it's very important that we remember that SAA has already received billions of rands in government bailout money, but all these bailouts haven't really helped South African Airways really get their shit together because the last year that South African Airways actually made a profit was 2011 and since then they really have just been a drain on government finances. So obviously in the last couple of months with the spread of coronavirus and bans on international travel taking place in most countries around the world by now, South African Airways has had to cease their had to cease their operations. So this isn't just unique to them. This is happening to all the airlines all around the world. Yes, there are a few that are still operating, but those are really operating on a much smaller scale. So although SAA is still running flights, these are only repatriation missions to America and to China. And we will see more and more of those over the next few weeks and months as I think this pandemic really begins to take shape here. And that for the foreseeable future, people won't be able to just fly home on a commercial flight. So I think it's very important to note that this situation of a really difficult financial time is not unique to SAA as an airline, but also not unique to SAA, SAA as a business. Most businesses in South Africa and around the world are really struggling. Think about all the restaurants that can't open. They still have to pay rent. And if they can't pay rent, what do they have to do? They have to fire their staff. And we're seeing lots of people losing their jobs. We're seeing a complete loss of revenue as the global economy is basically shutting down, except for a few essential services, right? So it's very important to remember that SAA is not unique in struggling with this. Now, this recent request for an additional bailout has led to senior government officials come out and say that they are seriously considering closing down SAA permanently. So we've seen the Minister of Finance, Tito Mboweni, as well as Pravin Gorda now basically hinting that this is a very real possibility and something that is quite likely at the moment. So for SAA to succeed, right, as it is for really any airline, International travel is going to have to increase after the pandemic is over because they'll need to make up all the lost revenue. And the only way that they can do that is by increasing the amount of international travel that's taking place and increasing the uh, price of flights. So they really need an increase in international travel. But unfortunately, this isn't just going to happen. So there are a few reasons for this. Now, number one, I think, relates to the health risks involved of flying internationally. So with the spread of the pandemic, we've seen that it spread between various countries very quickly. That is the nature of a pandemic. It's affecting the whole world. And here in South Africa, our first cases were all uh, as a result of people who traveled overseas bringing this virus back home. And now we're seeing a lot more community transmissions here. And that's really where shit hits the fan because once it gets out of control and it just starts starts transmitting locally, we'll start seeing hundreds of thousands of people infected, as has been the case in America. So we need to understand that people aren't going to travel because of health reasons. And I think it's a very real possibility that they're simply just 
outright ban on all sort of international commercial travel for the next two years. I mean, until we have a vaccine, is it really going to be safe for people who potentially are infected to go traveling on the, to go traveling around the world? No, it's not going to be safe. So now let's move on to the second reason why international travel isn't going to increase. Certainly for South Africa, this particularly applies. So number one, no one is going to have enough money to afford it. Sure, there will be a few super rich people who can, but only having super rich people as your clients isn't enough to sustain SAA as a business model or as a business. And for that, ma and for that matter, it's not going to sustain any airline if only the super rich are capable of flying. So I've spoken about this before here, and what I've said is that we're basically heading into Great Depression levels when it comes to unemployment and economic hardship. So think about it. If our unemployment here increases in the country, and we say we have 50% of people unemployed, which I think is a complete disaster, but it's it's a it could very well be our reality, and we need to make sure that this doesn't happen. But... Who knows? Who knows what's actually going to happen? The entire economy is collapsing around the world, right? America, they've had 17 million uh, unemployment claims in the past three weeks. For us, we, when we already have such high levels of unemployment and economic inequality, it could very well be worse. So that's something that we need to bear in mind, is that many people just aren't going to have enough money to afford it. So, I mean, think about it like this. How many people are just going to have 50,000 rand, 100,000 rand to just throw away on an international holiday? Sure, those things are really nice, but in the actual reality of things, people just aren't going to have that much spare money because everyone's going to be losing their income for the next three months. Sure, some people will keep their income and some people might actually get more if they're involved in a specific industry. But on the whole, people are suffering severe income loss and for them to just now have tons of extra cash to blow on international holidays, I think that's completely unrealistic to think that's going to happen. Also, what we're seeing here is that the rand is getting really devalued. So the ratio between the rand and the dollar is getting more and more negative for us. And we're, when we're still paying in dollars overseas in a lot of countries and we need to convert our money, this also is going to be increasingly difficult, even for the super rich, to be able to afford the same type of same types of holidays that they've been going on now. So now for the last major reason why I think that international travel isn't going to increase after this is climate change. So I think one of the main reasons that climate change has become such a serious issue is that the, there's been this whole sort of boom almost with regards to the amount of people traveling. There are a lot of cheaper flights now offered all around the world. You can get to Europe really cheaply now. If you live in England, there are a lot of really cheap holiday packages to just go fly to Spain, to go fly to Greece for the weekend, for the week. Like that is completely unsustainable in the long term. Aeroplanes and airplane travel is one of the main contributors to climate change in a personal capacity. So no one is really forcing you to go on, onto an aeroplane. But when you contribute to that industry, you're really contributing to climate change. And I'm not trying to absolve myself here of any guilt. And I know that I've also gone overseas on holidays and that I've been extremely privileged to be able to, to, be able to have done that. But we need to realize that for us to deal with climate change, we can't keep going on the same model of these like massive overseas holidays where you're going on three international flights, like 
that just isn't a sustainable solution for the long term. So I think this is a good decision from the government and ultimately a lot of the staff at SAA are going to be unemployed and that's a really terrible and shitty situation. But this isn't just unique to them. We're going to see massive unemployment in a lot of other sectors. And for the government to be basically continue to light just billions of rands on fire to save the airline industry when there's so many other people who are in desperate need of financial aid just so that they can eat at night, the government really needs to make sure that these people are being looked after and not SAA who has been failing now for many years. So I think this is a step in the right direction when it comes to just pumping endless money into this thing and hopefully that we can see the government expanding the social grants programs, even looking at some sort of form of UBI, but that's obviously going to be difficult for us here. But look, this is where we really need to be focusing our economic aid is on people and to make sure that people who have lost their jobs are still able to put food on their table. And I think that we really need to make sure that the government doesn't bail out these sort of big industries that have been failing for a long time. We need to make sure that the government is bailing out people and making sure that people are able to come out of this reasonably unscathed. And that's going to be an extremely difficult task, but I think that that's what we've got to hope for and that's what we've got to pressure the government into doing.